Hey there, friend. Welcome to the Having a Mom Moment podcast. I am your host, Shannon Warner. This podcast is all about taking a few moments for yourself and reconnecting to the amazing woman behind the title of mom. You have so many plates spinning at any given time between your kids, your partner, your job, maintaining a household, etc., etc. But where does taking time just for you play into that? Let's spend some time together, you and me, right now. We're rebranding a mom moment to those sacred moments you take to fill your cup first. Let's connect, tune in, and tap into what makes us the incredible women that we are. We'll nurture ourselves first so we can be our best selves for those we pour into on a daily basis. We'll also bask in the beautiful wisdom of other moms to learn about the ways in which they've tapped into alignment in their own motherhood journeys. Come on, mama. It's your time. We're having a mom moment. Hello, hello, my friends. Welcome to this week's episode of the Having a Mom Moment podcast. I am Shannon Warner and I am your host and I am so honored that you decided to take your precious time and join us here today. I am super excited about this episode. Yes, I say that about all of them, but Sasha Bram is with us this week. She is a mother, a teacher, and the founder of the Woo Woo Teachers Club and host of the Woo Woo Teachers Club podcast. She is pure magic and this episode is just so jam-packed full of wisdom and encouragement and all of the beautiful, beautiful things. I do want to issue a trigger warning. This episode does talk about infant loss. Now there's some really good stuff up until the point that we get to that part of Sasha's story and Sasha does insert her own trigger warning at that point in the story. So if that uncomfortable topic for you, please listen and then pause when we get to that part because I don't want you to miss some of the magic that Sasha has manifested in her own life. Hi Sasha, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today. Hey, it's my absolute <laughs> pleasure. Thanks for having me. Sasha and I were chatting just for a moment before we hit record and I am so excited because while I've spoken to a lot of women in the U.S. and I've spoken to a few women in Canada, we have exited the continent today and she is joining mm. us from mm. London. Absolutely, yes. <laughs> yes, I am in London, England, southwest London, um, not too far from Chelsea. And there's a lot of people who would recognize that name. So that's literally where I am. I love it. And I'm just, I'm so honored that you're here. So let's jump into it. Tell us a little oh. bit about yourself and who you sure. are and what you do. Okay, so who am I? My gosh, what a question. So I am, I am a teacher. That's my job. I've been teaching for 10 years now. Um, I am a mother of four children and I am mothering three. So I suppose you can, we can talk about that potentially going yeah. forward. Um, so I have just turned six year old, a 12 year old and a 13 year old. Yes. Yeah, so two boys, the youngest two are boys and the elder one is a girl. Okay. Um, as you know, I'm from the UK. What else should I say? And I think that's it. Yeah, that's all. That's that's the basics of Sasha here. <laughs> I think it's interesting that you're a teacher. Um, I used to be a teacher. I left the field a while mm -hmm. ago. Um, I wasn't in it as long as you've been in it. But a lot of women who have come on the show are also currently teachers or were previously teachers. So there's something mm -hmm. in that energy. Interesting. Yeah. And I want to pivot for just one second. I know this is a motherhood podcast, Shh, but for it. we were talking about. Um, the conversation that you had shared with Siri, who is another program mate mm. of ours. And I wanted to touch on what you said about your students' scores after being in Kathy's oh, Abundant yes. Ever After, because I thought that was incredible. Yes. Would you mind sharing that with us a little bit? Oh my gosh, this fills me with so much pride, joy. So 
for those of you who don't understand what we're talking about, I have really focused on my consciousness, on my peace, on my my myself my my soul is another way to say it and I've been doing that for example as I said I was meditating every single morning only for 10 to 15 minutes but that was enough for me to show up in a very different way to my students now as much as I loved my students before and I, and I still do I find it's such an honor to be able to teach to be able to to have an impact on these young people who I'm serving I was coming from a place where I'm drained, I'm stressed, I'm overwhelmed, I'm overworked. My cup was literally running over and I, I got to a point where I said I cannot continue and I'm prepared to leave school. I'm prepared mm-hmm. to go and work in a supermarket. That way I can just go to work and come home. And I I said, like I spoke out to the to the universe and I said, look, if I'm if I'm supposed to leave this this profession allow me to leave but if I'm supposed to stay give me something to work on so that I know I'm supposed to stay and the the ironic story is I developed a lot of anxiety because of school and I was having to drive to work and it was just it was just so heavy following from that conversation that I had with the universe I said I received um the download to say don't drive take public transport to go to school And that turned out to be the biggest gift that I could have ever asked for because it gave me the space to meditate. It gave me the space to change my my energy, to change my vibration. So when I stood in front of those children every morning, I felt amazing. I felt Mm. awesome. I felt connected. I felt expansive, like a different human being. And of course, if we say that energy goes first and then that creates the matter, by default, we can see that my students results were the best that they've ever been in my 10-year career and I'm talking Mm. not just a little bit better it it was like off the scale I had nobody fail my course I had nobody like they all had met their target grades and some had gone up by two that's like almost unheard of and it was never happened to me in my teaching career so what a way to to kind of seal and sign the deal to say all right girl you need to continue on this path but you have to prioritize you you have to, to 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 dedicate some time to talk to your soul, to meditate, to or journal, or with gratitude, whatever your thing might be. If you can go inwards for fifteen minutes, you can then have the energy and the fuel to go outwards for the next fifteen hours. Uh, and that's the story. <laughs> I have goosebumps. It's so magical. If there's yes. any you know teachers, former teachers listening, they know how profound that is. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. Well done. But it's yeah. so interesting that the solution was going inward. You know. It- oh, and who teaches you that? There's so much CPD. There's so much teacher training, and it's all about the strategy. It's all about the doing. It's all about how to improve this for your students or how to. Not once have I received any training about how to make sure you're okay. Like they say, make sure you're good. But how do you actually do that? Well, I've got three children. What do I, what can I do? I don't have time to do, to go to a retreat or yoga. I don't have time for that. Right, right. So I have time for 15 minutes in the morning because I just turned the news off. Yeah. And then replaced that by having gratitude, for example. Or I would you know, whatever the thing is, if you are expecting to give for hours and hours on end, you have to be able to give to yourself Mm. first, because you won't be able to feel that. 
And so that's that's like I have tangible evidence that that made me a better teacher. And as a result, my students like the pathways I've got students who went on to midwifery students who became a nurse like uh, now that Uh, my tiny impact is going to impact so many other people what a privilege it's so it's such an honor and I'm so grateful I really am I love it so (laughs) much I love it so much like you said like just giving back to yourself and what you gave to the world by doing that is so incredible so love it and so humbling it's so humbling and it's something that of course I'm a teacher but I want that's one of the things I wanted to talk about in our conversation we have to it's it's almost like medicine fuel ourselves. yes and this is coming from somebody with three children and somebody literally today my child my, my second child went off because there's concerns whether he might have ADHD. My eldest son has autism. I am a busy woman. You are. I understand busy. Yeah. But it's just ridiculous to expect like a Tesla car to drive down the motorway or the highway when there's no fuel. That that yeah. makes logical sense, you know. But then yeah. when we think about it as humans, as parents, we just expect to just go and just go and just go. Well, we're going to crash or we're just going to stop on this highway, right? That just, that makes logical sense. Yeah. So somebody had to literally show me. And for that, for me, that somebody was God or, or the universe, whatever you want to call that. And that's how I came across so many beautiful people and so many different opportunities because I took the courage to take 15 minutes. It's almost ridiculous. It's, we're talking about 15 minutes. It's yeah. nothing, right? Yeah. But it's everything. I love it. I love all of it. I yes. feel like every episode, like, it's like, by the way, are you meditating? You should meditate because here, you know, here's a prime example oh my, once oh again. Gosh, yeah. Yeah. You know? yeah. I know yeah. when yeah. you're not on that page yet, you're like, okay, how can meditating change anything? I'm telling you, start doing it. For me, because before I was quite ignorant, I thought meditating means, well, it means quite a few things. I thought it meant sitting sitting down with your legs crossed and your, your hands up in that position in a position like that or I felt that it meant just being having a quiet mind that it doesn't have to mean having a quiet mind it just mm-hmm. means that giving yourself space to process to think um, and I remember hearing from one of my my um, a colleague prayers is when you talk to God universe in source whatever but meditating is where you're able to listen mm. and you giving yourself that space to just hear whatever needs to come through. And yeah. that was, that was magic for me. That was, that was the bingo for me. Oh, and, and I'm, and I'm so happy that I'm, I'm in the place where I am today. I love it so much. If you're starting out with meditation, you know, try a couple different things on for size. If sitting by yourself for a few sounds good, try that. And if that doesn't work, there's guided meditations, or you can just sit and listen to some mm-hmm. soft music or whatever, like try whatever. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah. Yeah. Works for you. And, and different things might work for you on different days. It, it's a practice. And even those, mm. and I haven't oh, been doing yes. it in a long time, but you yes. know, there's some days where I sit down, I'm like, ah, this isn't working today. I'm going to come back to this later, you know, but give yourself the grace and but- allow yourself to be new and, and find the strategy that works for you. Exactly. And, and, and it's important that you say that because especially when you reach to a certain level in your life, so your certain level of success, you're expecting yourself to be good at everything, right? So good point. But then something as simple as sitting down for 15 minutes or lying down is a challenge. Yeah. And for me at first, it was, well, 
I've got a lot of things to do. I've got this to-do list and I've got to do this. And blah, blah, blah. But that, just 15 minutes was the grace that I needed to yeah. just clear my brain or just to focus. Well, why, why am I having problems? What, what, if I'm not focusing today, why? That's strange. I like mm. that. What's coming up for me? And it could be that I'm feeling anxious about something. Perfect. Okay. So let's dig into it. What am yeah. I anxious about? And that meditation, it, it could be called meditation, but you can use a different word. You could just say space. And yeah. that space is where you can focus on the anxiety, the fear, the aggression, whatever it is that you're going through, because it's going to be there. Yeah. Hide it or don't hide it, reveal it. or It's still there. Yeah. So why not shine a light on it and just bring it to the surface? So then it's got the ability to swim away. Yeah. So right. I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> Yeah. I need to work on there. Like I said, there's some mornings I'm like, not right now. Most mornings I'm here for it, you know, but it's like mm -hmm. when I'm like a little rushed or I woke up a little late and I'm like, Oh, mm. but, um, there's like the insight timer app. If you've got three minutes, you can find a three minute guided meditation. Like mm. you every, almost, almost every morning you can spare mm -hmm. three minutes, if nothing else. So, but, and then as, as I said, meditation is one thing, but you could use music and just put on some high vibe music in the morning. You don't have to even be, cause I do it in bed. That's my ritual now to do it in bed before I start the day. But for you, it could be listening to music on the bus or it could be journaling when you get to your desk before you do anything, you just, just brain dump everything. Yeah. Not work stuff, but life stuff. And yeah. then it's out, then you've acknowledged it. And then you can start, you can kind of move on from it. Yes. You know, it could be tapping. It, there's so mm. many different modalities. Yeah. Meditation is one way, but affirmation, there's just, so, there's just too many for you to say you can't spare three minutes. Yes. Three minutes? Really? Out of 24 hours? Come on. I, I know. That you can gift yourself three minutes, if that. How hard is it to gift ourselves sometimes as busy moms, you know? Yeah. Like, oh my gosh, oh gosh we yeah. deserve it. Our families deserve it. The people you interact yeah. with in your occupation or your day to day, they deserve it. You know, mm. of course, yeah. of course, because you're you're then showing up in your authentic self. Yes. And again, it doesn't necessarily mean you're happy all the time. Right. I'm that teacher who I cried. I'll admit, I cried when my students left. I, oh. I'm so I was so connected to them that I actually cried. But what an honor that they can see that I'm a human. I've got yeah. emotions, and I'm going to miss you. That's you know I've been with you for all of these years you've yeah. become part of my school family I've seen you go through your life's journey up until this point and I don't you know I'm not going to sob on their shoulder but I am going to show that I am a human being I have got feelings and whilst I am a teacher I am also a mother I'm also somebody who who is dyslexic I'm also somebody who is a black woman I'm also somebody who, you know like I am a yeah. person and I don't want to have that barrier up because you can now say you've known somebody like me yeah. and then you can go. And even if that's terrible, like, it doesn't necessarily mean you're going to love me, but I'm going, and I'm sure some of my students might not, yeah. <laughs> might not feel that way you know, or might agree with that way. But I don't know, but I want to be as authentic as I can in my life across the whole spectrum yes. of my life. And that's, yes. that's, that's something that I kind of promised myself that I will do in its hardness as well because it's not easy yeah. I'm sure oh, yeah but <laughs> when you easy. show up authentically you're creating a space for your children and for your students to show up authentically oh, yes. like that makes it safe for them to yeah. do it too that's huge 
Yeah. Mm, yeah. I love it. it I is. love it. It is. Thank you for letting us to go off on the teaching. I, just, I <laughs> could not turn down the opportunity to talk oh. about just how powerful this little shift can be. So mm-hmm. I love that. Of course, you're a mom. So can we dig into your motherhood journey? Let's dig. Where should I start? I, I mean, wherever you're comfortable. I, I can start at the very beginning. That's fine. We're um, here for it. I want to say there's a trigger warning here. Trigger okay. warning. I am going to be talking about um, infant loss. Um, because that's my reality and Mm -hmm. the sad reality is that when I was going through this process I felt so isolated Mm. on top of experiencing that who 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 can you talk to yeah who knows like on an on a very cellular level it was my introduction to motherhood um and it was it's a slap in the face because when you see when you talk about motherhood, right, you you talk to people who, oh my gosh, yes, I got this child and that child and my journey was perfect and da, 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 da. And so that's, that was my clouded reality that I went into this journey thinking, of course, well, it just didn't even occur to me right. that there was any other road than that perfection, right? And so here I am, 28 weeks, 29 weeks, something like that. Um, and then I was faced with preeclampsia. Mm. Well, what the hell's that? I have no idea what preeclampsia is. I've read it somewhere in a book, but I don't know anybody who's got this condition. I didn't feel terribly ill. I'm fa- I was working last week. So as far as I'm concerned, it's just one of those things and then it will pass. Well, actually, it was so bad, um, like as in life-threatening bad. And I remember my blood pressure was, it was so off the scale that when she took the blood pressure reading, she thought the machine had broken. It was oh in like the 200, <gasps> whatever. Yeah. So she was like, and I, I felt fine. She was like, do you feel ill? Are you going to do that? And I was like, no, I feel fine. And then she realized that by her, her reaction, she would probably make it worse. So she calls in this consultant and blah, blah, blah. And long story short, that baby was delivered that day. Wow. Um, and it, the baby was fine, but it was me that was, was the problem. And so we went into the first few weeks and that was quite tough. But then she got to six weeks old and everything was fine until suddenly she got a condition called NEC. Now I'm probably going to butcher the name, but I think it's necrotizing enteritis, I think. Okay. And she caught it from one of the other children in the, no. the hospital. The other child recovered and was fine. And it just was her journey that that was where her life, like that she passed away. Absolutely heartbreaking. Um, but then I was fortunate enough, blessed enough to be able to go on this journey again. Sorry. No, it's fine. Thank you for your vulnerability. Uh, and I'm over here. I'm feeling it with you. And I, and it's a, it's such a shit conversation. But it's the conversation I needed to hear when I was going through those first few weeks of such profound grief and sadness and resentment and why me and why her? And I had so many plans and how dare they not protect her? You know, she was in the hospital because of of me. So of course I felt, oh, there was just every emotion. But then I was blessed with another child and 
that pregnancy, luckily, she, um, I had a lot more monitoring and a lot more kind of guidance from the consultations and, and, and the, all the different appointments. And this beautiful baby appeared into my life, right? And the reality is I was so overwhelmed. I was so grateful for the fact that I got another opportunity to become a mother. But then mixed into that was people will only see one child, but mm. I'm a mother of two. Yeah. And this is at the, why at the beginning of this conversation, I said, I have four children. Mm -hmm. I'm have, I am a mother to four children. I am currently mothering three. But that doesn't mean that she wasn't around. It doesn't right. mean that she wasn't present. It doesn't mean that I didn't mother her. Right. And I th feel like that's so important because somebody needs to hear that. Yes. You, even if you've been a mother for a few weeks, you are a mother. That's that's something that can never be taken from you. Yeah. And you need to own that because it's your title. Yeah. And some people work so hard for that title. And then yeah. life happens and it's taken away. That doesn't mean that your title isn't taken away. It doesn't mean that you haven't blessed this planet with a human being, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I went through... I went through that that process and you know of course my family were awesome they were so supportive and so loving and there's my friends were around me and it was such an amazing experience but it was clouded with that tiny percent of I should have two children here yeah their sisters what would their relationship be like yeah then the universe blessed me with a third child how lucky am I right and <laughs> And then um, I had my son, my firstborn son, and everything was awesome. He did have me in labor for the best part of a week and oh. ended up in a cesarean, in a cesarean section. But I just didn't care because I know the alternative, right? And I would have done everything and anything to have this child with me. And so he came and suddenly I was slapped with depression. Mm. When I say slapped, I mean like and we're being vulnerable here I yes. struggled to to bond with this this little boy why him and not the the older one I can't tell you I have no idea and I developed mastitis mm -hmm. I I had pressures of I wanted oh my god let's not eat that's a whole episode by itself if you know what I mean then you know what I mean um but I felt so guilty that there's so many people who are experiencing what I had experienced and would do anything to have not one ch child, but two. And how dare I mm. be feeling this way? And this little boy, he's done nothing wrong, but yet still he's been given a mother who can't be a hundred percent. It's the realness. It's the realness. And this was something that I needed to hear. Yeah. But guess what? I went through because what else is you what's your alternative right you pass through it and you go through it and you plow through it and there's a little bit of shame there's a little bit of shame that you can't possibly seek support for depression right because that means that you haven't got the strength you're weak mm. that was what I felt like yeah. um you somebody needs to help you to do something that so many people just do naturally instinctively yeah I can now look back now in the place where I am 
and I can say, girl, get your ass up and go and get that help. Yeah. Why? Because it shows the strength. Yes. It sh- it's not weak at all. There's no, it's weak to continue suffering, trying to play a hero. Nobody wins. Mm. You don't win because every day is, is a battle. Every day, waking up every single day. And it just so happened that the card he was given, he had like a reflux problem. And so he was mm-hmm. getting up every two hours. Could you imagine oh. like every two hours no. with a one-year-old, <sighs> a newborn? <clears throat> it was horrendous. <clears throat> and so I don't know how, but I mustered up the strength to go and seek help. And it was the blessing that I needed. Yeah. And as, of course, time went past, I became so grateful for my children. I became so grateful for the life that I had because, of course, it is, it's something to be grateful for. Mm-hmm. It's despite everything else, you are here, you've been given another chance, and there must be a reason for that. Yeah. What's the reason? Well, I don't know, but I can show up today in my best self. And that best self might just be, I put clean clothes on. That's that's mm-hmm. the realness. Yeah. The, 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 it could be that I've actually managed to tidy up the room and not be living in a dump. But, <laughs> yeah. But, but I the, as agree. The, yeah. Right. And and yeah. as the days go by, you realize that, oh, my gosh, I've, I've actually eaten today and it tasted nice. Or I, I do have my clothes on or I, I went to the play date and then life slowly begins to become, quote, unquote, normal. And then after all of that stuff, it was a many, many years ago later that I had my, um, oh, so before, let me pause on that story. My son, um, he started to develop as what we would say normally. And then at 18 months, he just lost his speech. Hmm. He just kind of stopped speaking. Wow. And so that's strange. Yeah, that's strange. And so, of course, we went into doctor's appointments and blah, blah, blah. And he got diagnosed with autism. Mm. autism spectrum condition um and he started school being completely nonverbal. wow yeah it, it was a tough journey but now he's his life is like what life is like and of course there's it is what it is whether mm. you have a label on that or whether you don't you <clears> deal <throat> with your child his needs you deal with your life your situation however you can can best and lucky enough he you know was able to we was able to get him some speech and language therapy and occupational therapy. Now he is in his second year of secondary school. So I think you would call that the middle school, I think. Um, he's thriving. He's doing, oh, currently doing A-level computer science. So I think that's like college level comf- computer wow. science at 12 years old. That's amazing. I know, he's, I know. It's incredible. He is such an artist, like with a photographic memory what a blessing like you know this yes. motherhood journey has been very tough no has it been tough I'm not gonna say it's been tough it's gonna it's unique for sure it's my journey and I'm owning it whether it's it's definitely had its ups and downs would it I don't there's obviously a reason why I've had to experience this journey I haven't quite got to the answer for that yet but <laughs> there, I have enough I have enough understanding to know that there has to be some reason why I've experienced the experiences I have and then 2017 brought the arrival of my youngest child, the little fire rocket. He um, 
he's awesome as well. He's he's like a comedian. He's funny. He's so funny. Um, and today we literally had an appointment for speech and language kind of referral because he has like some speech impediments and they're concerned whether he might have ADHD. Gosh, what a journey. I love oh it. I'm here for the journey. <laughs> I'm here for the journey. But, you know, yeah. it is it is what it is. Yeah. So that's wow. my that's my intro. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm we laughing. could talk for hours. I'm we could dig into because... all of this. But <laughs> I know. wow. Wow. But you're so upbeat. I mean, a lot of people would be like, ah, ah, you know, enough, enough. And it's truly remarkable. Um, what do you want to do? Are you yeah. going to fight? You're on a stream. This this is the stream of life. Yeah. What are you going to do? You're going to continually fight to go the opposite direction? Yeah. Like, it's just more work. Yeah. Of course, in that stream, there's going to be bumps. There's going to be rocky bits. There's going to be shit times. Yeah. To me, it's just harder work fighting it, like not yeah. acknowledging the, right. the what's in front of you, you yeah. know, and this is why it's so important to have these conversations, why some people are going to find it depressing, and I get that, like, you could be living your best day, you don't want to be hearing about infant loss, or autism, or de postnatal depression, you don't, but somebody, if it's even one person, they need to hear this, yeah. and they need to hear it, because I was that once that person and I needed to hear that somebody else, at least one person in this whole universe can understand what I'm feeling or knows the raw truth of having not properly bonding with your child. Yeah. Nobody plans that. And it's very right. hidden for, for in my, in my experience, it's very hidden. Yeah. So what happens to the people who, who, who need to talk about it or who yes. need to kind of listen there's no, yes. there wasn't a space for that. And so yeah. if I can use my voice, so at least they can say, okay, well, maybe I'm a little bit normal. Yes. Or maybe this is part of the process that people may not talk about in the, in the pretty books and the nice programs, right. but right. it's reality. Yeah, It's a reality. It is. It's a reality. And, and it is what it is, you know, this touches on something that I'm really passionate about is helping pregnant women who are working transition into working mothers. Um, I, I don't think there's enough support. I can't speak for the UK, but here in the States, there's not enough support. Um, there's not enough education on the front side, and there's definitely not enough support or education when you're postpartum. And so I'm trying to build something to kind of aid in that transition. But I think a lot of our problem here is, and I had a conversation with um, Michelle uh, Perkins, who is also in our cohort. She's a breathwork facilitator mm -hmm. from Canada, but she's like, think about when you're getting a license for a car. Like at least here in the States, you have to take hours mm. and hours of class. You have to do driving with an instructor. So then true. you have to take like one test and then you have to do driving with your parents for so many hours and then you get a license. And then it's just so like, true. you know, like the step one license before you can do the step two license or true. whatever. And it's like, and then you have a baby and they're like, here you go. <laughs> Bye. You know, See we're not prepared. We're not prepared. So when anything mm. happens, anything that happens, that is not the shiny version of pregnancy mm -hmm. and childbirth and, you know, postpartum, you're like, what, what is this? What do I do? This isn't normal. Mm -hmm. And then you're spiraling, not only from the actual experience, but then the grief of what you thought it should look like, because mm -hmm. you didn't know mm -hmm. that there's such a spectrum of possibility there I I couldn't agree more and I want to insert here as well 
I probably think this is equal to not having any support is having too much. There's been some of my colleagues who she when she was pregnant and she wanted to come back to work. She had like 15 different people giving her advice. Oh, how do you choose who, which, yeah. who, like, which one's right? How do yeah. you know which? Because I mean, I'm sure some of us who are have been pregnant can attest to, don't eat this because this will harm you. Actually, you really need to eat this because this will do. And it's like, well, I can't listen to everyone. And now it's a, I'm in a worse position than because I don't know who to listen to. You know, and it's right. like, what do I do now? <laughs> what do mm. I do now? So absolutely, exactly what you said. Exactly mm, what you said. Yeah. I've learned with advice, I need to look at the source. And is it someone, even if they're coming from a good place, do I really align with the way they live or the way they raise their children mm-hmm, or whatever, you know? And it's not true. what they're saying is wrong per se, but it may be wrong for the choices that I make for in my you. life. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Oh. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's, there is no wrong or right. There, there, there really isn't. And yeah. if we add in culture into that and we add in personal experience, that trauma, that um, age, there's so many different variables that even hearing advice from your mother, your grandmother, that yeah. just may not be relevant now. Right. That just may not, or that might not be what you choose. And that's right. okay. Yeah. Who, you know, that, who needs to give you permission? It's your baby, right. your right. child is your, your journey also. You're a mother now. You're stepping into different, a different, what can I say, job. Yeah. You know, and you have to For set real. precedent to your, and the boundaries. Like, do we need to talk about, we, that's a whole nother yeah, separate story. We can't, story let's put about whatever we need. Yeah. Oh my <laughs> like, there's gosh. There's so many, there's literally so many things, but it's, you know, don't, you give yourself the permission to do or not do whatever it is that's aligned to you and this is a sorry to link back to the meditation or the you space but this is where it's taking that time to go into your intuition because only yeah. you can know what's best for you you can get an advice of course from one person 15 people but if it don't feel good to you how can you know if you don't reconnect to your soul your intuition yeah. your mind you know and your feelings yeah so that's really important as well yeah. And especially, especially as a new mom, but I think anytime you have a baby, because no two children are alike. Um, but <sighs> you know, you often are like, I don't know what I'm doing. Or, and not everyone, but I feel like we're kind of flying by the seat of our pants, you know? And then if our pediatrician says, well, you should be doing this. And then you're trying the things <sighs> and things aren't working or whatever. Like if in your heart, it doesn't feel right. Like <laughs> move on. Mm-hmm. I look back at my experience with our first pediatrician. We had to find a new one because we moved from the area that we mm-hmm. had our first daughter. And I look back, I'm like, why did we stick with her? Like she was very nice, but I'm like, <laughs> she tried to lecture me about screen time when the kid was, she was little. And I was like, no, 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 no. Like I'm not sitting her down in front of the TV. Like the TV's mm-hmm. just on in the background in our house. And she was just like, went on and on. I'm like, I'm concerned about like her milestones and like, is she, you know, mm-hmm. developmentally on track? Yeah. Like, you know, and then this woman that I have now, she's like, you're doing a great job. She looks great. Do you have any yeah. concerns? Is there anything that you're not sure about? You know, and awesome. it's like fire <laughs> the help that's not helpful, you know? <laughs> awesome. Yeah. And, and we don't want to have even more mom guilt, right? Or should I Amen. say parent guilt? Amen. We don't need that. We mm-hmm. are doing a good job. Okay, I don't want to talk for everyone, but 
let me talk for myself. I was doing a damn good job with the parent guilt, the mom guilt. I didn't need anybody helping me with that. Yeah. And like, let's take the, the breastfeeding. Yeah. Of course you have to breastfeed because oh if you Lord. don't, the baby won't get all the nutrition. Okay. Of course you need to, breastfeeding is something that you need to do privately. So of course you have to stay home because you don't want to go out and take your breast out because of course everybody will see that private part of your body. Mm. Do I give him milk? Do I not give him milk? What type of nipple do I give in the bottle? Do I, what, what, can we just slow down? Yeah. Can we just take a minute, please? Because yeah. I don't know what I'm doing. Pre- breastfeeding is hurting me. I don't want to do that. But then I'm obligated to do that because, and it's just so many things. And so then on top of that, you want to tell me about screen time? Right, <laughs> exactly. Right. Worse? Are you <laughs> right. kidding can we I yeah. just I, I can't take this I've had three hours sleep in the past five days I don't need this if you tell me any more things I'm going to cry and you yeah know, it's just so 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 much oh my gosh like yeah. god forbid you have your own life that's not a mother or not part you know well, insane you know insane. all of this and you still have to you know for me I still had to show up and go to work every day and handle you know everything else that yeah. being an adult entailed like, again stuff. you want to lecture yeah. me about this I'm not here about this yeah. I'm not handing the baby a <laughs> tablet I promise you like even if oh I was well even if you did who are you to lecture me on that I just don't need that right yeah. now in the next yeah. three years maybe we can talk about that but yeah right and I feel like when I was going through this I, this was maybe my experience but the medical professional seems so clinical yeah so clinical and there was just no human side mm. like I, did, I don't know whether they were parents themselves but they definitely had seen parents before me and yeah. there was no empathy there was no kind of compassion it was all very by the book tick box that kind of connection and I it, it didn't aid it didn't help me it didn't aid no. in making my experience that that a bit better than what I needed it to be so I, I just wanted to put that out there yeah <laughs> yeah and touching on the breastfeeding thing for a moment, it's an area that is very like hot button for me because oh, I feel like there is yeah. so much pressure for women to do it. And yeah, whatever, yeah. however you feed your baby is your business. I mean, to the point that in this program I've created, I have a whole module on feeding strategies, feeding strategies for your children. Good. And, you know, talking about Good. the pros and cons of each, because even if you do the quote unquote, most mm-hmm. natural way, like you said, of breastfeeding directly there's still Mm -hmm. so many like oh well don't do it out in public and like don't do it around these people and Mm -hmm. put your boobs away and you're just like oh you can't you can't Mm -hmm. win you can't win so yeah Mm. and that was what probably pushed me into depression because I didn't I didn't want to go out I have I was bigger breasted on top of having milk in them so you could just imagine those babies on top of (laughs) me and so then I literally figuratively everything and so I I couldn't bring myself to go out in public unless oh it was I literally had to feed him and then go out and then make sure I was back in before the two hour mark yeah what it doesn't That's, give you a lot of time it's crazy and it, what and so then you just stay home because it's easier it's just you don't have to deal with that right and then I got mastitis mm. and the agony the, ag- the undescribable agony Mm. of that condition I I, I I wouldn't even want to explain it over the air because it's <laughs> so brutal it's so so brutal and descriptive 
one analogy I can can I give an analogy oh do it please please we are wide open here okay good one analogy that I I always say it's like putting pushing your nipple through broken glass oh and then getting somebody to to hang on your nipple through this broken glass no absolutely absolutely vulgar disgusting the, the pain was is beyond I can feel it now and it's been what, I'm sure years ago I'm sure it, it's absolutely right Ugh. and so then you can't you can't I don't know if you can feed through that or you can't I don't know but I wanted to stop because this thing was hurting me yeah and so then of course I'm a failure because this is the most natural thing in the world I failed mm. at the most natural thing in the world I'm a crap mother mm. Mm. if this was now I would I would it would just be a totally different experience yeah because I wouldn't have even let it get that far I didn't want to go to the doctors because I was embarrassed oh my lord what are you talking about yeah and so then it obviously got worse that that it boggles my mind that I was in that state back then never 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 like I said before why are we being a hero yeah. What are you winning, man? What are you yeah. what are you gaining from trying to be right. a hero? Absolutely right. nothing. Yeah. Nobody yeah. wins. Nobody wins. No. Yeah. And, and for what? Feeding. Like what's the real reason that you're I know we could go that could be a whole episode in yeah. itself is feeding, but the thing it that could. I saw that makes yeah. me laugh Definitely is like could. breastfed, formula fed, combination fed at the end of the day when they're toddlers they're eating chicken nuggets off the floor like it doesn't matter who cares are they healthy are you healthy are you you have to provide for this little human yeah yes 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 feed the child you have to feed that child but then the rest is history you do whatever it is you need to do to feed that baby and you keep it moving i would literally i would i was so annoying i would literally (laughs) write down in a notepad feeding times burp times check like i had a, yep. for months yeah why oh, was i, I understand. doing that to myself i went the That's exclusive like a whole admin job <laughs> oh i hear you i went the exclusive pumping route and i my husband and i had oh a, a like we we're tracking it on our phones we both had access to a spreadsheet and it was like okay i got this much milk at this time and i got this much oh, milk at this time you. and it's just like it doesn't matter like it actually doesn't matter it you just know doesn't matter yeah it just oh. it, it so does not matter and when you like think about the hours you invested in doing that job days days and days and days days yeah but the best thing is you thought you were doing good you know you thought you were doing it right yeah you thought you were doing the best you could and bless you you know and I look back at her that was my first and I just have so much loving compassion for her because it's like I could cry but it's like it was really hard all of it all of it was really hard and Mm -hmm. it's like Mm -hmm. she was just doing the best that she could and like bless her for it Mm -hmm. you know yeah Ooh, but it's like our new moms, especially, you know, I have a good friend who just had a baby and she's like, I'm struggling with milk production. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to tell you at the end of the day, whatever choice that you make is the best choice. It's your choice. Your baby's going to be fed and it's fine. And you are not valued by how many ounces you produce. Like just try to release. Oh my God. Oh my gosh. How many ounces? that's just torturous it's mm-hmm. it's so torturous yeah 
to be told it needs to be X amount and you can't get it to X amount. So then um, how do you, inc- I would take, I've got prescribed medicine to go and help my milk production. Yeah. And then I was worrying. So that cancels yeah. that out straight away because the right. worrying and the anxiety just cancels it all out. So, right. Right. Oh my gosh. Just, just be kind to yourself. Yeah. You, you literally are keeping a human alive. Yeah. yeah. After giving birth in whatever way that looks like. Yeah. You know, and I've, I've done both. I've done both ways of, of having a baby and they both have their pros and their cons. Like you're, you've gone through that whole situation, that whole life event of just the birth, not even the pregnancy, just the birth. Yeah. And then whilst trying to make your body recover from that in both ways, you're sustaining a life of another person, whether it's your first child, whether it's your 15th child, you've never had a 15th child. Right. You've never had a first. Do you see what I mean? Yeah. So it's oh, yeah. going to be a different dynamic for you, a different dynamic for the family or, or your, it's going to be different. Yeah. Why can we not be kind? Yeah. Why to ourselves? Yes. I'm talking about you, girl. You, the mama girl. Why yeah. can you not be kind and give yourself grace, give yourself understanding, give yourself compassion, and just allow the flow, just allow the ease of the situation? Because if I look back on the, my my younger self, my shoulders must have been so tense. Mm. They were up underneath my ears because yeah. I just was so worried and anxious. And, and was I doing it right? And I was failing. And it, there were just so many things why would I do it like of course I know why looking back in hindsight but if if I could encourage any woman out there person out there you just don't need to do that you just don't need to make it harder for yourself yeah as though it's your best friend and you see your best friend struggling go and sit next to that best friend and hug her and say girl you are awesome you are amazing and just as you are, even though you may not have brushed your teeth for three days, yeah. even though you do smell, even though you do smell a little bit funky, I love you. Yeah. And I love where you are in your life. And I love that you have done what you have done and brought this incredible human here and through the tears. The tears are, are magical. Yeah. Why? Because it's the energy flowing out of your body, storing it in. It's just like storing in a piece of shit, to be quite blunt. <laughs> Amen. You're going, you're yeah. going to have belly cramps. You're going. It's got. It's then going to be going. Like it's literally not good for you. It's right. literally going to be toxins that's going to make you ill. It's just. Sorry for the horrible analogy. No, uh-uh, we're real here, the, right? <laughs> right, right. You have to cry. Like there was no. To give a God reference, there's um, the saying that um, tears are a language God understands. Mm -hmm. And it's just, you don't have to, it's not necessarily God. If I sat next to you and I saw you crying, I get it. I don't know what you're going through, but you've spoken to me in some way. So sit next to yourself in those moments and hug yourself and be kind to yourself as though it's your best friend, as though it's your little sister and give her love because that's all she needs right now. And of yeah. course, as time goes by and, you know, you start to transition back into a normal way of life for you, you can be a little bit more happier. You can be a little bit more joyful. You can look at your child and, and feel that the, the love, like literally choking you 
that you've brought yeah. this person into the world and they got blue eyes or they've got curly yeah. hair or their first teeth's coming out or look at their little toes or their whatever their, whatever the thing is you can't do that if you are just so swamped with horrible self-talk and and nasty mean words that you wouldn't yeah. dare say to somebody else but you feel yes. like it's okay to say it to you yes you know Yes. grace compassion all that in those first uh I, I feel like I'm talking to my previous just had a baby self because I feel like that's <laughs> that's who maybe needs somebody's listening who is that person yeah so I'm talking yeah. to you girl I'm talking to you this first early few months transitioning into this new motherhood role whether you've gone through small t trauma yeah big t trauma you've gone through something amazing and and life-changing and scary and you are just doing the perfect job with what you've got and just keep doing that and if you are struggling don't be a Sasha <laughs> don't mm. don't try and be a hero right. nobody wins you are not going to win because you are feeling so sad so so sad you are feeling so overwhelmed maybe imposter syndrome who are you to be bringing in this child and be a mother like I'm not ready for this and blah 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 all of that talk you just need to give yourself that time and, and then you will come through and then you will thrive in whatever way it is you need to thrive I feel like I'm going off on a tangent I could listen to you all day I oh gosh I feel like you're doing some like healing for me for six and a half years ago because my oldest was born in 2017 yeah. and it's just yeah that's exactly what I needed to hear then but I think it is so yeah. amazing if we think about everything that you've been through. You have been through so much. Mm. You're a powerhouse. Mm -hmm. And you're in such <laughs> a beautiful place with such a beautiful mindset. And like you said, it doesn't mean that it's not hard, but there is light mm -hmm. for you in the future at the end of the tunnel. And it's yeah. not an oncoming train is what I like to say, you know. <laughs> Hopefully, God, please, no. no. <laughs> um, look. There has, been, there has been, you know, things, you know, that, that I've gone through and I'm not better, worse, the same, different than anybody else. We've all gone through our stuff, mm -hmm. big T, little T, trauma, whatever it is. And it doesn't mean that the path is going to be sunlight and roses going forward because there has to be lessons yeah. that we are learning along yeah. this life. Yeah. I believe we chose to come here and learn lessons. I, I do believe that. Yeah. Because it's going to get us to a goal. Now, I don't know what my goal is yet. Yeah. Um, but hopefully, I've got many more years to, to go on this journey to, to kind of get my answer. But what I will say is, if we've chosen this path and there's lessons to learn, lovingly embrace them. Even the sad. Yeah. Like the profound sadness. Yeah even the scary even when you are exhilarated take it all because at the end of the day it all goes into your back pocket and it makes you the person who you are yeah and as you go along your life journey you don't know where that experience is going to be used to help somebody else mm -hmm. so I can I can give a testimony now that when I was brave enough to talk about my child loss I put a post on Facebook at that time. I, of course, you had so many people saying, I'm sorry, condolences, blah, blah, blah. But yeah. the amount of people that DM'd me to say, I've gone through something similar, miscarriage, 
infant loss, sudden, whatever. Why is everybody silent about this? Yeah. If the amount of people who had messaged me had said, like had spoken, I could have, I could have messaged them or I could have met up with them or I could have just watched their story, whatever it is. Yeah. I could have just had somebody to say, okay, it's a shit journey, but I, I know somebody who's gone through it and they are smiling now. So I've yeah. got a little grain of, of hope, a mustard seed of hope that I'm going to one day, five years, 10 years, 15, I will be able to smile or I'll be able to do whatever that person is doing. But if everybody's silent and everybody's suffering inside, yeah. there's a community of people who've gone through this and I I wouldn't choose that road. Don't get me wrong. It's not right. a road I was happy for. It's not a road I'm, you know, I'm going to celebrate that I went through. But it's a part of my journey. And it's important that, like I said at the beginning, one person on this podcast will listen to this and it will resonate with them. Now, I don't know how many listeners you have. I don't really care. It doesn't matter. But one person will feel me touching their soul and will feel this story and will cry or will, will be happy or will message you or will message me and say, look, thank you. Because I needed to hear that. And yeah. I know now that I can, there will be a time when I will be happy again. Yeah. I'm feeling so bad now. I'm feeling so angry now because I went through the angry stage that I've left sure. my child in the care of this hospital and they basically killed her. That was the, that was my narrative. Yeah. Of course they didn't actively go and kill her, but that was right. how I felt. I can now look at that and say, look, that was just a very horrible part of my story, but there must be a way that I will be able to use that sadness and that grief and be able to encourage one person. And that's just my aim. Only one. The more the merrier. But if there's only one who was the younger Sasha, then I've met, then I, then I can tick that box. I've done it. I've, I've, I've done what I set out to do by coming here today. Uh, just so much, uh, so much gratitude, so much appreciation. Um, I know. Thank you. This Thank has you. been so. I, I, my best friend lost her daughter at about seven months. She was born very, very sick, and um, oh. so a lot of this really resonates with me. But even if it doesn't happen to you, it may happen to someone that you know. And just oh hearing gosh. this, yes. the, I had no idea how to support her at all, and. We were, yes. you know, we grew up together, but we lived in different places at the time. So we were long distance friends. And it was like, I had no clue how to even hold space for her. I just showed up the best that I could, oh my but gosh. Yeah. if it doesn't happen to you and I pray it doesn't happen to anyone, but like you said, people are going through things. And if you can just, if nothing else, take away that there are other people experiencing this, there are resources, mm -hmm. you can still hold space for somebody in their loss and just be present for them I want to say here I want to yeah it's important that you said that and I want to just kind of interject and say this when I was going through that because you met you mentioned that you didn't know what to do and so yeah. of course people around me didn't know what to do didn't know what to say and so their kind of method was just don't say anything mm. oh that was the worst thing yeah yeah it was the worst because it made me feel as though she didn't exist yeah as though this whole pregnancy and this experience, this motherhood journey, it didn't exist. Yeah. Was I imagining it? No. You have to talk about it. 
Yeah. That was my, now I'm not talking for every single person. I couldn't do that, but I'm talking about, why not just ask the person, can we talk about this? Do you want to talk about this? And your job in that moment could just be simply listening. So she can rant or she can cry or she could be angry, whatever it is. She may not be ready. And so by asking, you can say, look, we will talk about the news or maybe not the news because that's quite negative. We can talk about the flowers. We can talk about the web that we can talk about the, we can talk about anything else and I will never mention it until when you mention it. And then we can go from there. Yeah. Ignoring it for me was so insulting. Yeah. It was so degrading. And one thing I always say, please don't do that. Mm. That, that, that baby deserves to be acknowledged. That mother, that father, those sisters, those grandparents, whoever, the neighbor, they all were interested and invested in this baby and that's been stolen from them. And so please acknowledge that. And it doesn't mean that you've got to continually talk about it for the rest of your life. Right. But, but then have that conversation, have the conversation, you have to have that conversation because it's unfair and you, and I held resentment for some people around me because I thought, oh, you don't even care. That yeah. wasn't the case. The case yeah. was that they simply didn't know what to say. Yeah. And so they just chose not to say anything because they didn't want to upset me. Yeah. And so I yeah. really want to encourage if anyone's, you know, in that position, again, please, I, please, I pray it doesn't happen to anybody. And if it does, God, you know, God forbid, listen to this with different ears. Listen to this from the ears of the person who might need to hear something that we've discussed today. Thank you for all of that. I know it's emotionally charged, obviously still to this day, a loss is a loss is a loss. It doesn't matter the age. Oh yes. Yes. But I appreciate your wisdom. And, um, I think you have such a knack for this. I feel like if it's, you know, if there's a calling on your heart at all to talk to moms more, I, I think you could do it all day, every day. Um, this was, yeah, so maybe. <laughs> and if not, maybe. that's okay too, you know, but, um, no. Gosh, my <laughs> life is so like, I'm, I'm mothering. There's so many things that's happening in my life relating to that job role. So if I yeah. can help or encourage or inspire anyone from the ADHD, from the autism, from the from from having a teenage daughter from yeah. the working mum anything please reach out to me I would be so honored to be able to hold space for you to encourage you to answer your questions whatever it is I'm sure Shannon will be able to give you my um, details yeah um, I'll put it all in the on, show notes just but do just, you want to say where people can find you my email is info at the teachersclub.com yeah. my Instagram is woo underscore teachers club okay but, I'm, I muffled that. So I'm sure Shannon will no, write that's that okay. down. It'll <laughs> all be in the show notes, but can yeah, we talk briefly? I know we've taken so much of your time and I so appreciate talk, it, talk, but can we talk, talk about the Woo Woo Teachers Club? I want to know more about this. Yes. So the Woo Woo Teachers Club basically is everything we spoke about at the beginning of this episode. I was once a teacher who was sad, who was overwhelmed, who began to be resentful because I was just not enjoying my life. I felt so out of alignment. I was teaching like 20% of my time and then the rest of 25%, I think is the statistics. And the rest of the time was grading papers, marking papers, um, administration, replying yeah. to emails, replying to more emails, meetings, meeting pair. I didn't sign up for that. I signed yeah. up to be a teacher. 
And so I felt like, I'm not enjoying this. And as I said, it got to a point where I wanted to leave. I wanted to do anything else but do that. Then I got reconnected to my calling. I wanted to be a teacher from maybe five years old. I always wanted to be a teacher. So I found a place where the woo-woo stuff, so that's meditating, that's crystals, that's breath work, that's everything that kind of helps your soul. But it's specifically targeted for teachers because if we can uplift teachers, let's think about the ripple. We uplift these students who we stand in front of. Those students then go and, and maybe talk to their parents about the amazing day they've had at school and how Miss Brayham was, she did this with them or she, whatever it is. Then those parents then talk about how good that, that their child are, child's grades are. You taking 15 minutes of your morning or you listening to some music or you doing some journaling, if 15 minutes of your day can support not only a better life for you, but the children in front of you, isn't that like a moral obligation? Mm, yes. Like, isn't that just like, like, isn't this like a spiritual mm. obligation? Yes. You show up so like I'm literally a testimony to that you yield results, tangible results yeah. by teaching from this way. And so yeah. if I can show that way to other teachers, we can get like a club of teachers who are all doing this. Then we can impact our classes, our schools, our community. Think about this in the next five <clears> years, <throat> we will have a, po- a portion of the world where they were all taught in this particular way they all have these skills where they can show up in a better way think about the impact to the world now I know that's really out there it really is out there and so this one humble teacher will go forward and develop and grow a community of more humble soul-led teachers and then we you know there's just so much potential I'm so excited for the future because I know the impact is going to be huge I am so excited too. I wish I had you when I left in 2014 because, and it was partially, you know, boundaries of not a great environment and whatever. And I just, I walked away completely because I completely burned out. And I wish this is the stuff they're not teaching in teacher prep here in America, at least is ever, ever. It's all strategy. It's all working in the masculine energy. It's all do, 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 do. And so then you don't, for me, with my children and my life and even people who don't have outside obligations, you have spent nine, 10 hours in this place where the energy is quite low and the vibration is very low. You, the last thing you want to do is go and be creative or go and, you know, go and create music or go on a walk or whatever. You just want to go and sit back, collapse, do nothing, think about nothing. And that that doesn't allow for balance in your divine feminine energy. And this is about sex or gender. This is about balance balance being in your being you know and we we have to have balance we have to have balance and of course you have to be a teacher you have to to do things you know you have to have strategy you have to have planning but equally as is as important to be in the being stage to be in the creative the intuitive the allowing stage for you to kind of be optimum for you to, to to be your best to have balance as you as a person first but then you as a teacher you as a mother you as a wife whatever husband whatever whatever the thing is balance and so my statement is to uplift teachers with the power of mindset and manifestation Mm -hmm. so you start off with changing your mindset that they're not out to get you these children and I work with teenagers and sometimes it's tough you know they 
They don't want to be in your lessons. Sometimes yeah. the majority of the time, they don't want to be in your lessons. They don't like you because you're making them do work. Yeah. And they would prefer to do anything else. And right. that's tough. That is literally, and it's draining. And so if you don't have that place to reconnect to why you're into this, why you do this every day, mm. you will burn out. That's literally yeah. the word, burn out. Yeah. And it won't be fun anymore. And you won't no. feel aligned. And then you're standing in front of these young humans where you're grumpy, where you're short-tempered. They don't deserve that. They've right. done nothing to you. They're just doing what they are doing. They're in there where they are at, where, what age they're doing. If it's teenagers, they, they're hormonal. That's what hormones yeah. do. It creates imbalance. And so they are going to tell you to F off at times. Like, hopefully <laughs> that's not very common, but, the, but that, yeah. that, that will happen. But your job is, it's not a personal attack on you. It's because that's where they are at. And so what you need to do is protect your energy, for example, make sure that you are maybe using a selenite crystal, you know, whatever your yeah. thing is to, to kind of, okay, let's push that off. It's not personal. And then start again. And then when that child does come again to your next lesson, you don't have resentment for them. You're standing in front of them in a, with a forgiving heart. Let's start again. I wasn't very happy with the way you spoke to me today. Is there anything you want to talk about? And that child may have had a very shit day. Or yeah. there might be things at home that they just haven't had the opportunity to talk to anyone about because everyone's go, 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 go. And nobody's given them space to say, what, what's what's going on with you? Yeah. And then the next lesson, instead of starting it, oh, I can't stand that child because that's the reality, right? Yeah. You come in and that child's, it's a brand new day. I'm so happy that you're you're in my lesson today. Let's let's have an amazing day, you know, and just being able to to reconnect to that part. So it's not personal. It's not a vendetta against you, which can you as a teacher if somebody's shouting at you or, or refusing to do whatever you're laughing at you whatever the situation you are going to take that on on a human level because yeah. you know that's it's not nice but if you have if you allow that space to reconnect to kind of gather your thoughts to ground yourself to elevate yourself whatever your thing is then you can go back and you can find okay that was just a one-off let's let's yeah. go again let's do it again and yeah. start again press the reset button so that's the aim Love that's it. the plan <laughs> I will say the nice. teachers in the U.S. need you they need this work um we have incredibly oh. high turnover here now it's a really tough environment and yeah. it's a lot of it yeah. is policies and things local and state governments yes. and whatever are putting in place a lot of its parents yes. not being on the same page and whatever but oh, there's yeah. just burnout and yeah. turnover at a massive massive rate yeah. no there's a need it's just so, not fun it's it's, it's yeah. a not fun existence so yeah. if we can change if I can change that for somebody and I also want to caveat the here by saying you if teaching's not for you that's okay too yeah you know if teaching is not for you go and find your passion and if that's yeah. sewing you go and be the best damn sewer that there is if yeah. that's football, if that's gardening, if that's working with children who have a disability, you go and you do the best and be the best you can in that job. Don't stay in any profession, but I'll just yeah. use teaching for now. Don't stay in that profession out of obligation because you've right. got bills, because it's stable and you get the holidays. It's it's not good for your your, your life purpose. The children right. don't deserve somebody in front of them who's who's half-hearted. Yeah, you didn't deserve that as a child so why should you give that to them it's, it's not fair they right. deserve somebody in front of them who is who's got so much passion and enthusiasm for them and they they know their name and they care about where they're going to be in the next 20 years and even on the days when it's rainy and the child's 
being rude to you or you've got 17 emails to, to reply to and it's six o'clock in the evening even on those days kind of remember what what it is that you're in here for what are you what have you started for what's the end goal and if teaching is not there that's okay to move yeah. on move yeah. on where you're going to be your best self because exactly. you deserve that as well yes your highest and best is the highest and best for everyone involved so if you need to leave that is the best Absolutely. for them too and if you go do something else and you realize that's not it either continue exploring or you can go back Absolutely. you can always go back yeah. good and teaching is a profession where once you have got the skills in being a teacher communicating with your young people that's never gone it's like riding a bike it will never yeah. go away yeah and teaching in a classroom might not be for you but teaching with maybe two or three children in a very kind of close-knit environment that might be better or going to lecturing where you're working with university students that might be like there's there's no one thing where you're obligated to stay in forever it's not yeah. like our grandparents generation we've got right. the, the, the economy to go and move and change and swing and and we can and we can go back yeah we can but you the, the purpose is to be in your authentic magnificent magical self living your life purpose getting up and not th thinking oh my god only three more days to the holiday to the weekend yeah. or that's no way to live and i live that road we would literally return from a holiday and be like six weeks seven hours and two minutes yeah. to the next holiday yeah yeah well, that is just absolutely no way to live and yeah. so if, if that if you find yourself doing that maybe that is the universe trying to kick you up your ass to say do something move this isn't do this isn't what isn't your your highest and best so do something yeah. else yeah and that's perfectly fine I'm so excited to follow the Woo Woo Teachers Club journey and I'm gonna shout your yes. your stuff from the rooftops because I know oh, we have a need for it you. um especially here so thank, thank you. you so much for all of this you have shared oh, so much so wisdom welcome. and it has just been so special talking to you and I so, so thank, My pleasure. I think our audience got so much from this today so I appreciate you and we'll put all your info good. in the show notes so everyone can find you good. follow along good. so thank you again this has thank been you so beautiful. much for having me what an experience amazing Thanks, <laughs> thank you so much Shannon appreciate it thank you so much for sharing your story and your wisdom go give sasha a follow on instagram or on her own podcast both those links are available in the show notes i would say this whole episode is a key takeaway but i will narrow it down to just a few one you have to prioritize you you have to take time to talk to your soul 15 minutes can change your whole day especially if you are expected to give for hours and hours on end you have to give to yourself first two postpartum depression does not mean you're weak. Get up and go get that help. It shows the strength you have when you recognize the struggle and seek the help. You're not the hero when you're suffering. Three, in early postpartum, just be kind to yourself. You're literally keeping a human alive on top of recovering from childbirth and pregnancy. Even if you're not a new mom, you're still a new mom to that child. It's a new dynamic for your family. Just be kind to yourself. Give yourself grace, understanding, and compassion. Just allow the flow and ease of the situation. Four, you don't need to make it harder on yourself. Go and sit next to yourself, hug her, and tell her how awesome and amazing she is, just as she is. Tell her, I love you, and I love where you are in your life. Give her love as if she's your best friend, because it's all she needs right now. Five, 
We've all gone through our stuff. It doesn't mean the path is going to always be roses going forward. There are going to be lessons that we have to learn in this life. If you believe that your soul has chosen this life, then learn those lessons because it's going to get you to a goal. Lovingly embrace them, even the sad, even the scary. Take it all. It all makes you who you are. You don't know where that experience is going to be used to help somebody else. Six, we need to share our experiences, the good, the bad, and the ugly. The more our stories are shared, the more we normalize all the pieces. Your journey, your story can help someone else make it through theirs when they see that you're smiling today in spite of it all. You can be the hope that someone else needs. And seven, if you know someone who's experiencing a child loss, that baby, that mother, father, grandparents, etc., deserve to be acknowledged. Be present, have the conversations. Don't be silent for fear of upsetting the person. Just be present and hold the space. Sasha, again, I'm so honored that you chose this space to share your story and thank you for the wisdom that you've given to this audience on not only how they can show up for those around them who may be experiencing the loss of a child, but also how important it is for those who have experienced losses, encouraging them to share their stories. If you're enjoying the podcast, please remember to follow or subscribe on the platform of your choice. Ratings are also appreciated if you love what's going on over here. It helps drive the algorithm to promote the podcast to more people. And I can see on my end that y'all are out there doing it because the numbers are going up. And I am just so grateful because I just want all of these beautiful stories to be out in the world. If you have not yet grabbed my 18 page maternity leave planning guide, you're going to want to do it as soon as possible. It includes 18 pages of tips and tools to create an aligned plan that honors your needs from workflow transition to building and support with a new baby and honoring your need for self-care. Very soon this freebie will become a paid resource, but it is still available for free today. The link is in the show notes. Until we meet again, please come hang out with me on socials at Having a Mama on Instagram and also under the same name on Facebook. And as this podcast is just for us moms and mamas to be, drop me a DM or an email at Having a at gmail.com if there's something you'd like to hear about on a future episode. And as always, remember you are amazing, you are loved, and I am so proud of the beautiful human that you are. Have a great day.